welcome to Let's Talk Weddings with your Scottish weddings. This is the podcast dedicated to the Scottish wedding industry. We'll be chatting to wedding experts from across the board. So whether you're struggling to find your perfect caterer or photographer, you don't know your Duchess satin from your silk, make sure to tune in because we'll be talking about everything from the I do's to the don'ts, to the good, the bad, the ugly, we are here to share everything that the Scottish wedding industry has to offer you. And to kick off the episode today, we've got Dawn, Katie and Mallory. We're going to share some of our favourite things about the wedding industry, about our latest magazine and some of our favourite places in Scotland. Katie, I am head of editorial here at Your Scottish Wedding. I've been a journalist now since 2009, I think, and I first started out as a news reporter, but I always wanted to be a features writer and got the odd thing published um, elsewhere. And then a job came up in another Scottish wedding title and just thought, yes, that sounds like the dream job. Sounds amazing. And it is. And uh, now that we're producing our own magazine, I'm absolutely loving it. I love speaking to brides, speaking to people, uh, couples about how their wedding's gone down and all the plans and the wee things that maybe only they knew that were happening. But just to get a wee background story too. Have you had a favourite story yet? I'll tell you one that I love from the current issue. Um, It's the couple who got married at the Gales Hotel and his family actually run the hotel and they had everything planned. It was going to be this fabulous day. There'd been a big refurb at the hotel as well. But little did he know that his bride had arranged for a merry-go-round to rock up on the day of the wedding. So she and her bridesmaids were watching excitedly from the window as the guests were arriving and just saw this fabulous merry-go-round outside. So... That's a good one. And the pictures are amazing. And you just need to see it in the magazine. (laughs) (laughs) So Dawn, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you found yourself with your Scottish wedding? Uh, I have been in weddings now coming up 20 years. When I moved to Scotland from California, um, I got a job with a previous wedding title as communications marketing manager So I helped develop that brand and we also launched a wedding award. So I was very involved in that. Um, After a few years, I went to work for a wedding venue. I wanted something more hands-on. So I launched weddings at a wedding venue here in the Edinburgh area, which was amazing. Um, We'd never done weddings before. None of the staff had. So quite a few kind of errors and pitfalls, but just love the the involvement and being the privilege, I guess, of being involved in, in someone's the best day of people's lives. So love that. After a few years, uh, went back to the wedding publication in a sales role. And now with Your Scottish Wedding, I'm head of sales. I'm passionate passionate about Scotland as a wedding destination. I can't 
think of any other place in the world that's better to get married than Scotland. So I spend a lot of time um, meeting with um, wedding suppliers and venues who advertise with us. I love a wedding fair because I get to meet suppliers, but I also get to meet couples, chat to them. So yeah, I, I'm flying the flag for Scotland as the best place in the world to get married. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Mal, you're our social media guru. Yeah, so I came on with the magazine in 2022. And I was working as a wedding coordinator and I met Leslie, uh, our director, at a wedding fair that we were hosting. And um, I've always loved publications. And um, when I heard she was there, I just flew on her instantly and <laughs> begged to get involved in any way possible. Um, and yeah, I became sort of slowly involved in the social media, which has sort of grown from strength to strength. Um, I equally love weddings and Scotland as a venue. Um, I, I love meeting couples and hearing their stories, getting them excited, uh, recommending suppliers. I love uh, the suppliers in Scotland. The network that we have up here is just mind-blowing in creative talent and um everyone is so lovely um i don't think i've met anyone who's not just been utterly amazing um so yeah the whole experience has just been phenomenal for me so we've got our new issue the january issue of 2023 which is the fourth issue that's been done right mm -hmm. and slowly been growing we're at 260 pages with the next one Increasing. Um, Increasing. 280. 280. That's just fantastic to see a magazine growing issue on issue. Katie, can you tell us a bit about the first issue that ever came out and what that was like? I remember the conversation and we'd started out as uh, just as a website. And I said just as a website, that in itself felt like a really big achievement, you know, launching in the midst of a pandemic, thinking, okay. We know that we want to do this. We know there's definitely the appetite for it. But I remember the conversation when it's like, okay, we're going to do a magazine now. And thought, okay, let's do it. Let's go for it. But um, <laughs> probably a little bit daunting at the time. But yeah, I, I'm so proud of what we've achieved in the last year. You know, we went from our first magazine, which I still love. Um, but I think we've gone from strength to strength. We've decided... You know, the key um, regular features that have to appear in every issue. So you're always going to find, like, um, we're calling it She's in Fashion. So you're always going to find that where we're asking our... Um, our friends in the wedding industry, our friends in bridal boutiques to choose the trends that are really catching their eye this upcoming season and the dresses that really demonstrate that. Um, I celebrate my 10th wedding anniversary this year. I've, I've said it in the welcome of this issue. It's just like every single season, I've got about five dresses that I'm like, well, if I had my day all over again, would I like that? Would I fancy that? <laughs> um, I, the, the joys of already being married, I think I would have found it phenomenally hard to choose getting to see all the new launches all the time. Um, but yeah, we've always got uh, real weddings in there. That's something that in a previous role, in a previous publication, that was my bag, was the, the supplement editor there. So it's something I always feel so passionately about and getting to meet couples and or to chat to couples um, and discuss their big day and find out all those little details that have gone on, like 
things that maybe aren't evident when you first look at the image and you think, I see what you've done. You've created your own wedding logo there and that's incorporating your two surnames and you've got a bee involved here and a goose here because I think they were... It's, they're in our current issue of this couple who have a goose and a bee in both of their surnames. So wow. <laughs> I love seeing little details like that all coming together. And we've always got loads of venues because I know that for so many couples that will be their first protocol. It's easy to decide, yeah, I want to get married in Scotland, but then where in Scotland? You know, people come up to me and say, where's a good venue in Glasgow to get married? And I say, well, Glasgow's a pretty big place. You've got so many amazing venues. So we need to narrow it down. Are you looking hotel? Are you looking for a stately home in the area? Are you looking for a castle in the area? Something a bit more quirky. So it's just to help people really drill down on exactly what's out there and maybe think, oh, I don't just, I don't get married in one place or it doesn't have to fit this exact mold. I can see all the options that are out there all the different decor trends too so so yeah it's just everything everything that we want to be able to capture and I think that was the the real idea behind the magazine it was something to really inspire couples and something you can aspire aspire to as well just think well how can I make my wedding so personal and really elevate it to what I want it to be and not just weddings by numbers As we've seen from the first issue to this one and the next one's growing even more, obviously print is not dead. So I was wondering if Dawn, you'd be one to, you could share some of your thoughts around that. Really the first thing that so many couples we talk to say is as soon as they got engaged, we wanted to go out and buy a wedding magazine. I think it was Katie who said yesterday that it's really a rite of passage. It's Mm. like, One of those experiences that as soon as you get engaged, let's get the wedding magazine. Let's see if there's a wedding fair on. So let's go to a bridal boutique with our moms and things like that. So um, I think it is a very viable way to um, promote weddings. Um, Yes, people look online. You can Google But I think having something in print, being able to see a double page spread of images and and in our magazine, we're selecting Scotland's, I would say, top wedding photographers to give us imagery. So, So we have gorgeous, gorgeous print quality, gorgeous images that just sit and inspire. And I think there's nothing like Um, If you've just got engaged, getting your mom, getting your bridesmaids around, getting your partner, sitting down on the settee, glass of Prosecco, or if it were me, decaf mocha, flipping (laughs) through the magazine and just being inspired. And and it's, it's a different feel to looking at something on your phone, on a screen, just Mm. having it in the hands. And what I really like is it's actually a tactile thing. I'm quite a tactile person. So for me, I mean, I'm guilty as anyone. I love a good Pinterest board, but having something that I can actually touch and feel. And and as we all discussed recently, just the feeling of the paper and, and how it feels like quality as well, just also gives a whole other feeling and emotion to planning that day, doesn't it? It does. And and also there's there's just the very practical thing of, you know, if you see a image in the magazine of a bridal hairstyle, say in one of our fashion shoots, of taking that along to your hairstylist, carrying the magazine and saying, that's 
what I'd like. Can you do something like that? So just having it handy as a resource, as a way to just kind of inspire you. Uh, perfect. Perfect for me. I don't know if brides still do that, but I remember when I was getting married, I had my bridal scrapbook too. And I went through <laughs> magazines religiously. So it was like section by section. Here's the hair I want. Here's the sort of dress I want. These are what my flowers are going to look. And you know, this is you know, I'm not such a dinosaur. I wasn't married so long ago that Pinterest <laughs> and things weren't a thing. But I think there is, like John says, that real tactile experience and that feeling like, well, here's something tangible. Here are all my thoughts that I've collated and I've gone through the magazines, almost like I've done my homework, but fun homework mm. and just thought, right, okay, now I've narrowed it down a little bit and I've got that exact picture that I thought that's the look that I want. That's what I, I want to create on my own wedding day. Mal, what's your favorite part of the magazine, this issue? Um, I might be a bit biased this issue to the front <laughs> of the um, where I got the amazing opportunity to be involved in a, a styled shoot um, involving a full range of creatives um, that you'll be able to read inside the, the magazine in this issue. Um, yeah, and uh, the image was selected for the cover. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely definitely biased towards that section of it. But that must be quite a good thing as well, because on socials, you're the one sharing everything that has to do with the companies that we interact with. You're sharing information about them. So having been on the receiving end must feel quite different in terms of sharing the content as well. Yeah, and it enabled me to work with them in a, a different way as well. So I got to see things from a different perspective. Um, and then we could all sort of collaborate and create content that can then help everyone. Because it's much nicer to know the people that you're sharing and help them. And you can explain exactly what you loved about what they did. So mm -hmm. I can say to a bride, oh, I would highly recommend this photographer or this hairstylist. I know firsthand how amazing the experience was. Something else that I was involved with, um, Dawn and I actually went to um, a press day at a, a boutique in Edinburgh for Rachel Scott Couture. And um, we met with a designer called Kate Halfpenny who was showing off one of her um, new bridal collections. And I had an amazing experience there filming content where I actually got dressed by Kate. Um, I got to feel the gowns on me. Um, you know, I got to, we got to interview Kate. We actually got to have firsthand experience and it let me experience the dresses and the materials and the quality. So I can really, you know, explain to people that how, how lovely and, you know, um, the quality of these garments. But then I could also experience the, um, you know, the, the experience of going to Rachel Scott Couture and how you're treated and the full experience from start to finish. And that is you know, what you want as a bride going to pick out your dream dress. It's not just going and trying on some dresses. There's a full experience from the minute you set foot through the door, you know, to when you're leaving. Um, Rachel, like, thoroughly looks after you and gives you, you know, a full experience of that picking your dream dress. What is your most favourite thing about the wedding industry? Is it's so hard <laughs> to just pick one. And I feel like I things know. are constantly changing and, you know, suppliers are just constantly going, like, impressing you and you're like, whoa, what? look at that cake they've made. I had no idea this was possible. And they're suddenly setting new trends. Dresses are being made that, you know, you hadn't even thought of. Or maybe someone's appeared in... Um, 
you know, the, the, the widestream media that has started a trend that's just snowballed and suddenly we're seeing things start to integrate into the wedding industry. So you really don't know what's going to come next. And I think the whole thing in, as a one is just enormously exciting because you just don't know what's going to happen next. And the whole experience of getting married is just you know, amazing fun, whether you're working as a wedding coordinator in a venue or, you know, you're reporting and creating social media content, um, uh, you know, in a wider, broader picture. Like, it, it's so hard to not have a huge smile on your face being in the wedding industry. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It is one that's really filled with happiness, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I think following on from what Mal said there is that, um, Scotland really does, I mean, as well as having the most amazing scenery, I mean, who wouldn't want like a backdrop of Glencoe or the Isle of Skye for their wedding photos or a castle? I mean, it's got everything, but what it really has too is it has world-class wedding suppliers. I would challenge people to go to, you know, any other city in the world and find suppliers that are better than what we have in Scotland. So mm. not only when you get married here, are you getting these amazing backdrops, this amazing scenery, this, I mean, uh, castles everywhere, stately homes, you know, rustic barns, but you're also interacting and have the ability to work with suppliers who are just experts in their area. Mm. I think following on as well from what Don's saying, and I remember um, our interview with Kate Halfpenny, who got married, she's English, got married herself in, was it Derbyshire? And she was saying, I think she'd had visions of like running up to Scotland too, because of everything that we have, like can't move for a castle, it seems a lot of the time. <laughs> and it's probably one of the aspects of my job that I'm so lucky I get to go out and visit and these fantastic venues and do stayovers to really give our reader the proper experience of what it could be like to have your wedding. So like just last issue for the current issue, I was up at um, Borland Lochte and that was an incredible um, experience going to go up there, stay in. They've got these amazing self-catering chalets, but then go and see all the different ways you can get married there. So I love an alfresco wedding and it doesn't really get much better, I think, than getting to see Loch Tay in the autumn. I always say Highland Perthshire has to be just about one of my favourite places at um, that time of year. And just thinking how it could be, how your wedding could look there or whether you go down to their own private beach on the loch too. Um, then in the summer, I was off on the Isle of Skye um, for a couple of nights staying at a couple of the Sonus hotels there. And again, incredible experience. But yeah, it's just, it's such a privilege and such a really, a really cool aspect of my job, getting to just go and see everything that there is on offer when it comes to venues and like I say you'd be so hard pressed to make a decision um but I think I'd like to think that as doing that we get to go out and help show a reader how they could maybe narrow it down like do you fancy getting married in a castle or is it more you're going for the scenery or what's on offer for a real alfresco wedding mm. and it just I think I'd like like we were all saying, we're so, so spoiled here in Scotland for what there is on offer. Now, one thing that really set your Scottish wedding apart for me, um, being introduced to all of this, was the fact that it really feels that we're trying to create a community within the wedding industry in Scotland. There's so much communication with suppliers, with... 
advertisers with our with the brides and the grooms and and really creating that safe space to share do's and don'ts and all of the great experiences but i really wanted to know what drew you guys to your scottish wedding and why you've stayed so I'd like to start on this one, I think. I, I'd always say that the wedding industry in Scotland is already such a strong community. I didn't, like like I said, I've only been involved in weddings since 2021. And mm. I've already got friends for life in the industry. Um, all the suppliers, you learn, they all know each other. They all work tremendously with each other. Um, and it's the same in our team. Um, I couldn't ask to be working with such an amazing bunch of women um, and the, the passion everyone has in the industry is just fantastic. Yeah, I'd agree. I had also worked with Leslie and John in the past, and I think I'm coming up on just about nine years working with both the girls and always such a supportive atmosphere. I couldn't ask for a better team to be part of, but I think that camaraderie we're all talking about that already exists and has existed for I don't know how long in the Scottish wedding industry. That's particularly apparent on any shoot that I've ever worked on. You know, people are, there's never any sort of jealousy or minding what they're own doing or looking out just for themselves. Someone will always step in to help out, even if it's just like helping out with some, helping pin dresses, things like that, and just get people looking the best they can look, feeling the best they can look, and really presenting, helping each other to present the very best quality of work that they can. What are some of the biggest challenges that you've faced? Speak to me any week when we just are about to go to press. Deadline is never, ever a fun week on any publication I've ever worked on. I think there's just always that. I think because we're all such perfectionists and so driven to create the very best that we can. So, you know, it'll get to a stage where you think, how much more coffee can I possibly take on board? Am I spotting any potential typos? Because... You know, there's nothing worse than seeing a mistake that's gone through that you think, why did I miss that? But yeah, that's that, to me is the challenge of always wanting to have the editorial just looking as slick and as as perfect as it can be while admitting we're human. <laughs> Very true. 
I think one of the, it's not really a challenge because I actually love it, but we're just starting to come into wedding fair season and it's just constant. It's back to back weekend wedding fairs. Um, As I said, I'm not complaining because I absolutely love them, but um, we gift our magazine, we print 10,000 copies per issue and we gift them at wedding fairs across um, Scotland. So there's an awful lot of traveling around, um, shifting boxes of magazines, but making sure to make sure that every couple who are attending a wedding fair are getting a copy of our magazine as a resource. So it is. So from January through to about April, most weekends, um, the, myself and the team will be at a wedding fair. And then around September to November is the kind of autumn weddings, wedding season too. So we'll be there. So it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun, lovely work. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd say um, not so much challenging. It can be quite demanding. Um, you've just got to kind of keep involved with it all the time. I know I'm constantly trying to keep up with what's trending and what people are doing you can't rest with that kind of stuff if Mm. there's no stop working it's constantly you're always working you're always wanting to like open up take up your phone and scroll and find things that people maybe you didn't know about or new people are getting involved in um, and that stuff just can't stop so you really have to live eat breathe weddings all the time and so yeah like Don says it, it can be a lot of work but it's massively massively fun and um you'd really have to have a passion for it to to be in this industry so yeah you can tell when you know like a, a team like us are you know always so passionate about things you know we're always always working so we've got we've discussed the magazine uh we've got the website we're active on social media and as everyone listening now knows we've, we've got the podcast that we've launched um what are some of the other hidden gems that we provide that people might not know that we have available so i've got a new one we have started our tiktok account Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so again that's something that i'm going to be on top of 24 seven looking for new trends um, what things we can share with them, um, our customers, our brides and grooms and um, let them know different tips in the industry that we've discovered ways to make your life easier and um, different ways that you can personalize your wedding to you. And um, it's all going to be there on that channel. So yeah, make sure to give it a follow. And that's just your Scottish wedding when you're on TikTok. That's it. Yeah. Nice and easy. Thank you for giving me a reason to jump down the TikTok rabbit hole again. (laughs) (laughs) I think another thing that we really, I don't think we'll ever get tired of blowing our own trumpet about is last year we launched the first ever Year Scottish Wedding Awards. Yay! (laughs) Um, And that to us again was a sign that, you know, we mean business. We're here to support this amazing community that we're lucky to be part of and it is just there to also help couples and chibi weds um find the very best suppliers you know it's all one thing going looking by yourselves but if you you i can't speak today it's <laughs> all very well to go and uh hunting for yourselves but if we've already done some of the groundwork with our expert team of judges to help root out the creme de la creme in a particular sector in the industry you know it makes it so much easier 
Plus, it's a really fun night. (laughs) Brilliant, brilliant fun. And just so nice to actually get people from the industry together for the first time since 2019, probably pre-pandemic anyway. So we've got the awards coming up later on this year, but can people make recommendations of suppliers or people that they've worked with? How does that process work of choosing who is put forward for nominations? Yeah, uh, for the awards, um, yourscottishweddingawards.co.uk is somewhere that couples can go once they've had their wedding, if they would like to nominate um, or recommend their suppliers, not only is it helping other couples, but it's giving recognition to their suppliers who've worked so hard for them. So they can jump onto that website and they can nominate up to, I believe it's up to 15 suppliers that worked really hard on their wedding and they feel needs, um, you know, deserve the recognition. But um, also on the website, we have blog posts, which are conversations really um, with suppliers showcasing their business, lots of images, interviews, little chats. So that's a place that couples can go and find out more about a particular business or a supplier. For venues, we have what we call listicles, and these are themed lists of venues. So we may say the best wedding venues for a summer wedding or the best venues if you have a, want a micro wedding. And we have selected venues that we think are a really good fit if you're looking for that type of venue, if it's in a barn or a walled garden. And they're on our website too. So again, another great resource when you're searching for your venue. Mallory, what are some of the stories that you just love sharing and seeing on social media? So I really uh, love our real life weddings and being able to read the real stories um, by, you know, from real couples and seeing what they've done with their day. It just gives you so many ideas. I'm quite lucky in the fact that I am not married yet. So I am just swarmed with ideas (laughs) for my big day. I don't know how I'll ever choose. because, yeah, the inspiration that you get from reading other people's real weddings, um, completely spoilt for inspiration to read these real life um, days. You can see images from how everything came together um, and read the couple's real experience of the things they, you know, they, they really loved about their day. And they also give their advice to other couples um, of what they would recommend you should do or maybe shouldn't do or not to sweat the small stuff or to really enjoy the, this part of the day or just to give different tips and um, advice to other couples, which is brilliant. And we follow them from engagement, don't we, Katie? Yeah, we do. We have a section in the magazine, which we're going to really beef up in the May issue too, called the I Do Diaries. So we have a number of couples on our books who will check in with them every couple of months, see how the planning's going. So I'm a sucker for an engagement story. I absolutely <laughs> love reading engagement stories. Um, and likewise, you'll often see me with a tear in my eye as I'm having to go through because of all the fabulous photos that you see that we do publish, you know, every real life wedding on our website has at least 60 images. There's hundreds more that I've had to whittle out and, uh, I can tell you it can be a really, really hard job. But yeah, our IG uh, diary couples will follow them right from engagement the whole way through. So we'll get the, 
you know, it's not always the fairy tale of, oh, I went into the bridal boutique and the first dress I tried on, I was in tears and I knew this is it, <laughs> this is the moment. You know, you get the real slogs, the girls who've gone around 14 shops and uh, eventually find the dress that is going to be the perfect dream dress for them, the things that go wrong uh, on the day, on the lead up to the day. I'm sure we've had cars breaking down and all things in the past. That's definitely happened to me anyway as a bridesmaid. Um, And then we get to see them on their final day, on their big day, and uh, see how it's all come together because those couples will also feature as one of our featured real life weddings. And we've actually got, um, we're lucky enough to have Scottish style blogger Rachel Lawler of Tender Loving Style. So she has a column with us, um, her Tender Loving Wedding Style column. In the current issue, the January issue, she is giving her beauty regime and a rundown of everything that she's doing. It's not just selecting your makeup artist, it's all the appointments that you go to beforehand. So yeah, reading that has got me thinking I'm booking myself in for um, a hydrofacial, get myself sorted. (laughs) Dawn, what's your favourite part of the magazine? My favourite part of the magazine is I just, I love seeing it all come together because I've been talking to the suppliers, the venues who have chosen to advertise with us. I've been speaking with them for months and months and working with them to make sure that we can create an advert, Um, not creating it myself. We have a really, really talented designer called Susan, but taking them through that process. So when the magazine comes out and I can see that not only have we got articles, features that are offering really, really practical advice, but we're also showcasing imagery, um, be it dresses, venues, um, of just on-trend inspiration for couples. But there's also in there suppliers that couples can reach out to. So I think seeing it as a whole is, is just really, really fulfilling for me. Excellent. Now, have you guys ever had these moments where it's like a pinchy moment where you kind of sit there and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I did that or I'm a part of that or just those moments that really makes you stop and go, wow. So something that really um, got me was just a recent uh, competition, which sort of goes back to something that I love to share uh, on social as well, is all the competitions that we run in the magazine. So God, we've had countless competitions, you know, ranging from amazing overnight stays um, with champagne on arrival and um, experiences with Harvey Nicks. Um, and we ran a 12 days of Christmas competition um, leading up to Christmas this year where we had some amazing, generous suppliers offer um, some mind-blowing um, prizes that we could then offer to our readers um, and followers on social media um, ranging from you know little um, beautiful jewellery um, for for brides and bridesmaids um, to even winning a fully custom tailored kilt uh, by Kilts for You and um, was our probably you know our grandest prize of the competition and what an amazing competition to be able to get involved in as a reader mm. to win a, a full kilt like I, I don't need to be the one to tell you what an um, <laughs> prize that is um, and then it was also provided by um, Kilts for You who were a uh, winner of two um, categories at our Scottish Wedding Awards so the the level of prize was just, you know, pinch me. I can't believe we were able to offer this to our, <laughs> our customers and couples. 
I suppose for me, a real pinch me moment was having a bit of a fangirl moment as I got to um, interview Sassy Holford, like one of the top British bridal designers. And it was in the middle of the pandemic. It was, I think we must have been in one of our lockdowns too at the time. So it was just a Zoom meeting, but you know, she is up there. I've followed her work for years. Absolutely love what she does and her whole approach to design. So to be able to just sit down, sitting in my back bedroom here up in Angus and just be having a, having a chat with Sassy, that was a real moment of, oh, okay, maybe, maybe I'm doing a good job here. <laughs> And for myself, I, I'm just incredibly privileged that I get to go out and visit so many venues. And over the years, I have been to the most stunning, stunning venues all across Scotland. And I always find in a venue, there's always something for everyone. It just depends what you're looking for. If you're looking for a venue that's going to have a great party at night, there's a venue for you. If you mm. want a venue where you've got the most amazing backdrop for photos, there's one for you. And as I said, I to, to have seen venues, um, a few years ago, I had an incredible privilege to go out to see one of our newest venues in the Edinburgh area called Rosebury Steadin and had to wear a hard hat because it was under construction. But being able to see the amount of work of converting an old steading into a top class luxury wedding venue and to go in there and see the builders hard at work and so i that that's just a real pinch me moment for me and really i know that feeling when you can walk into a venue and you kind of like geez i get to be here this is this is special i guess that's what brides and grooms are looking for isn't it that they rock up to a venue and like wow i get to be here this this is this is going to make the day so it makes it so hard to choose a venue in scotland because there are just so many of them and even mm. when you do manage to whittle it down to decide i want this venue then there's so many options for where you're going to get married. I know most of them have multiple outdoor options and a lot of them are accommodating enough so that if you decide you want to get married in that spot in the woods or that corner of the beach, then you can have that. You can do that in Scotland. There's no restriction to say you need to get married inside this licensed room or uh, in this marquee or something like that. You, you can literally just have free reign and the venues are always so accommodating and helpful to be able to make couples, you know, and help couples choose that place that really just speaks to them. I think another thing with that, like once you have chosen your venue, then deciding on your decor too. One moment mm -hmm. I really, really loved in the last year was working for our September issue. And we got to take over the Weaving Shed Studios in Dundee, which has to be one of the coolest uh, venues up here right now. Old converted um, factory warehouse that's just been done up, but still looking really rustic and really earthy too. And so we decided to reach out to three different either florists or wedding coordinators and just say, right, here's a brief, let your imagination run wild of how you would decorate it. And I just remember walking in and one of our florists, dear helper, had a wedding at the other end of Scotland that day. So she'd been in at 7 a.m. and already installed this fabulous like flower bomb installation hanging from the rafters, um, one of the beams. And it just looked 
absolutely mind-blowing. And then to have the next two suppliers come in and do something equally stunning in a completely different style too. That was a moment of oh great, something that we've been talking about and discussing for weeks on end has come together and looks better than I could have envisaged. I really love that with those blank canvas type venues that you can see it one way that a decor company has created a vision and then the next week you can see it in a completely different way where it could look mm. a completely different venue altogether. It's it's incredible what these companies can do. Um, it's so worth sitting and talking to these um, decor companies about your vision because they're highly skilled at what they do and they can really put together amazing things for you. And then suggest something that you've not even contemplated Absolutely. as well and just throw something different into the mix. You know, listen to you guys talk, it really makes me realise just how much of a creative industry it is. Absolutely. I remember that moving from working in news as soon as I moved into writing wedding features and all of a sudden it was, how would you like this to look? How do you want your feature to look? And uh, even my very first week working in wedding magazines, reels and reels of gorgeous dresses coming in um, to the office and just thinking, we get to work amongst beautiful dresses all the time. And that was in the run up to a shoot. But one week you can be doing that. And the next year it can be walking around with these fabulous three tier, four tier wedding cakes too. And, you know, it's not just about writing the features or doing the interviews. It's a lot more creative than that too. And just getting to see it all come together. So Katie, we've been talking about this magazine. People can't see it because they're listening to us through their podcast providers. So where can they find it and how can they find it? Um, well, you can come onto our own website directly and you can subscribe there. It's probably the best way to get hold of us to be guaranteed a copy. But we are also, as Don's mentioned, we are at most of the wedding fairs that are going on. So in the next few months, you'll see us if you're going along to say, the Scottish Wedding Show or the big, big wedding show that's going to be in Edinburgh and so many more. We're going to be there. We've actually got a full listing on our website too. And if you see us, just come say hi. And remember, we are always looking for stories. We're all big storytellers here as well. And love a gossip. Absolutely love to hear <laughs> how everything's going about your wedding plans. So um, I, I'd always say that too. If you fancy being involved as one of our IG diary couples, or maybe you've got a story that you think would be great to uh, be something that's either in a future magazine or on our website or on our social, just get in touch with us. Um, you can get in touch with me and the girls and my team if you email editorial at yourscottishwedding.co.uk. And Mal, our social media queen, how can we follow you and see everything that's happening? So we have all the major channels. You've got Facebook, Instagram, and of course now TikTok as well. Um, please, anyone, get in touch. Um, you know, message me anytime um, if you've got anything that you want to share or um, if you particularly love something, if you've got your own wedding day that you just want to scream about and make us aware of I want to see it so definitely just dm me um, you've also got links to all the articles that you see in the magazine that get posted uh, regularly throughout our social medias as well so you'll find those links in the posts on Facebook um, and they're all linked in our bio on uh, Instagram as well so head over to the website and 
just immerse yourself in inspiration from <laughs> um, various different sources. And then obviously, if you want to get in touch with me, I can also be emailed directly at uh, mallory at your Scottish as well. And Dawn, for our vendors and our suppliers that are listening, going, gosh, I just really want to be at the back of this magazine. How can they get in touch with you guys? We'd love to get involved with any wedding suppliers, venues in Scotland or any suppliers who are trying to to promote to Scottish wedding couples too. So they can they can connect with us, as Mallory said, through Instagram, Facebook to DM and that will get passed to myself. Or they can email me directly at dawn at yourscottishwedding.co.uk. Um, whether they, whether you're interested in the magazine, whether you'd like to be a guest on a podcast, which is a fantastic <laughs> way to to talk about your area of expertise. Um, whether you'd like social media posts or, as I said, a print advert or something on our website, whether you'd like to appear on our supplier directory, there's loads and loads of ways that we can help you. And we're really, really flexible. And we'd love to connect with you and partner with you in promoting your business. That's it for this week at Let's Talk Weddings with Your Scottish Wedding. If you'd like to be featured in one of our future episodes, get in touch with sales at yourscottishwedding.co.uk. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and we will see you next time. Mm-hmm.